Hello and happy Tuesday, my friends. This is Amy Lee San Juan, and I'd like to welcome you back to another informative episode of Cisco Champion Radio, where we provide insights and visibility into products and solutions across the Cisco portfolio and trending topics across our industry. If you like our podcast, please follow us and feel free to share your favorite episodes with your colleagues and friends. And if you have any thoughts on what we should cover in a future episode, please let us know on Twitter at, at Cisco Champion. All right, what are we talking about today? We are going to dive into the wonderful world of Cisco Nexus Cloud, which gives you a new way of deploying, managing, and operating your Cisco Nexus networks from the cloud. There is, of course, a lot more to the story, and we're going to have our amazing Cisco Champion hosts uncover everything you need to know. So let's get to introductions. Gerard, we're going to start with you. Who are you, my friend? Ooh, I'm a man of a thousand mysteries. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> not too many, not too hard to find, not much of a mystery, but I'm glad to be back doing one. It's been, it's been a while, uh, I feel like, yeah. since I've done one. So my name is Gerard Cavallinas. I am the founder of Tech House 570, and I'm also an engineer for Helion Systems. And you can find me on LinkedIn at Gerard Cavallinas, at G Cavallinas on Twitter. And I'm super stoked to dive into more about Nexus Cloud and what we got going on. Amazing. All right. Paul, you're up next. What do you do? Well, my name is Paul Giblin. I am a uh, consulting solutions architect, and I work for Presidio. Uh, there, I'm also a distinguished engineer, CCIE, and a uh, longtime Cisco champion. All right, great. Mike, lovely to have you. Tell us about yourself. Sure, thanks. Uh, Mike Whitty, I'm a principal architect um, at Worldwide Technology. I've been there about a dozen years now, so... Um, I've really kind of focused the last few years on doing a lot of EFT work, um, working with a lot of the new products from various OEMs, and I'm actually working on the Nexus Cloud EFT as well. So I'm getting kind of firsthand input on some on this product. All right. Okay. Now to our experts, Thomas and Dominico. So glad to have you with us today. Can you tell us more about who you are and what you do at Cisco? Good morning. My name is Domenico D'Astoli. I'm a, a principal uh, technical marketing engineer in the uh, cloud and networking business units. And um, between other things, I also lead the technical marketing engineering team for uh, day two operation tools uh, around the world. Um, you know, between other things, uh, but really, I, I believe I'm the only one which is based out of Europe uh, in this team. So it's, uh, you know, I hold something <laughs> at least special uh, from the team, I guess. <laughs> Although when I say when I'm coming from, or at least where I live, I say I, I come from Brussels and many think I'm, I, I say Brazil, but uh, it is not as fancy, unfortunately. It's actually in Belgium. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind being in Brussels. <laughs> Oh wow! There we go. I, yeah, I don't. I don't think I have a fancy intro like this, Domenico. I'm I'm Thomas Thomas Scheiber. I'm responsible for the uh, Nexus product line in Cisco uh, on the product management side. So happy happy to be here. I think this is my second champions call. So this is going to be fun. I yeah. I'm I'm out of I'm out of the West Coast despite having a German accent. So uh, I am German, but <laughs> for the last 25 years in the U.S. So let's go. All right. Okay. Well. Uh, this is for Thomas or Dominico. Um, can you give us any background on today's topic? Wasn't Nexus Cloud just announced at Cisco Live? Yes, indeed, indeed. Uh, we we did announce at the Cisco Live US. By the way, 
the first for I think three years. Uh, so it was really fun, and do we did announce it uh, in in late June, early July. Uh, Nexus Cloud, uh, which is our new cloud managed offer. Sorry, a cloud offer to manage Nexus infrastructure. But we're gonna dive in. So yeah, I mean, let's get right to it. I guess. Um... When I first heard about Nexus Cloud, immediately my brain went to how or why is this different from Nexus Dashboard and you know how and why are these things different from some of the other management tools that we've uh, had up until now with you know ACI and DCNM. Um, you know how is Nexus Cloud new and different and is it kind of complementary to or different from uh, Dashboard? Uh, let, let me let me take a cut and then Dominica, you should chime in, because that's a question I think that we triggered in everybody's brain when we announced this. So the way to think about Nexus Cloud and Nexus Dashboard, uh, these are both the same from an offering over time. Obviously, there's some differences initially, but over time, think about these are the same. Nexus Dashboard is the capability delivered as a product for our customers to uh, deploy and then operate. Whereas Nexus Cloud is delivering the capabilities as a service from the cloud for customers to use. Uh, that's, that's probably the, 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 the simple way to think about it. Uh, you, you brought up a couple other topics there, ACI and DCNM. Uh, so this is really, it refers to the Nexus fabrics, whether they're running in ACI mode or Nexus mode in their respective controllers. Nexus dashboard or Nexus Cloud, again, product versus service, covering both NexOS and ACI Fabrics. So these are operations tools for both ACI Fabrics as well as NexOS Fabrics, whether managed with a controller DCNM or just customers operating them as individual switches. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Thomas. And uh, if, I, if I may add also something uh, uh, there, uh, I think you said it absolutely right. So the idea of NexOS Cloud is indeed to provide uh, but possibly, you know, the similar functionality or similar value prop from uh, a Nexus dashboard standpoint, but running as a service in the cloud. Um, now, um, there's been probably a bit of uh, confusion um, from some of our customers or partners uh, where someone was even thinking that maybe Nexus Cloud was kind of replacing some of the plat existing platforms that we have today. That's not the case. Uh, effectively, uh, if you think about, uh, you know, your uh, data center or network architecture today, they are getting more and more complex. And uh, we, uh, I think between engineers, we, we keep doing some jokes that, uh, you know, we, we keep talking about data center, but there's nothing about centered anymore, right? So our networks and our applications can run potentially anywhere, right, and can run on-premises, can run in the edge location, can run in multi-public clouds, right? So the, uh, we feel uh, probably that, uh, you know, there, there's today um, a gap from a skill set standpoint, uh, and there's also a gap in terms of uh, a complexity or, or a way of uh, managing the complexity of running all these application workloads across so many different type of networks. Right, so the idea of Nexus Cloud is indeed uh, to kind of uh, uh, provide uh, a, a, a simplicity, uh, right, and agility uh, to our customers. So in a single pane of glass, 
you can technically add uh, multiple different sites of different location and indeed uh, you can have an holistic view across all these different sites and then drill down where your attention need, needs to be eventually driven. Yeah, and, and I, I think a big part of this actually has been, you know, what's happened with the whole pandemic and everything that, you know, customers customers were looking at multi-cloud a couple of years ago. But, but now that, you know, we're all working from home, um, we're using, we're consuming way more, you know, SaaS products, way more uh, infrastructure service um, and public cloud. You know, I think this is a really good jumping point to be able to expose not just your on-prem stuff, but also your your cloud-based uh, solutions too. So I think I think it's a really good thing that they're you know you you guys are moving in that direction. Yeah, you're doing a phenomenal excuse me a phenomenal job. And one of the, one of the questions that I was interested in, especially as someone who's really diving in more and getting a lot hungrier i should say you know and really consuming you know what the nexus what nexus cloud is is that i i noticed the platform was driven by what's called cisco intersight and i wanted to ask you maybe if you give a little more insight as to far as to what that was um i know usually it's from what I'm, my understanding it's being able to scale it utilizing automation which that's key in everything i mean automation and and technology today is like peanut butter jelly it all goes together so maybe you could provide <laughs> some insight into that uh sure um on, on the intersight Listen, I mean, when we looked at the Spring Nexus Cloud Estate, it's a, it's a cloud-delivered service to manage your Nexus and cloud networks, right? So we're looking at saying, hey, should we should we use an existing Cisco SaaS platform or should we build a new one? And we said, hey, we, we just used one that exists and actually scales very well today, which is Inesight, used to offer management functions for Cisco service and uh, HX products. And so what we what we did was Nexus Cloud. We're basically using Inside as the as the platform and running Nexus Cloud on top. Uh, the, the 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 clear side benefit from this is a you know the platform is we don't need to reinvent, which is great. Uh, and then the other one is clearly if you as a customer have both uh, Cisco servers and Cisco Nexus infrastructure, uh, you now can manage both of these uh, from the same platform, right? You have a UCS infrastructure management service and you have a Nexus Cloud service running there, and so you can actually do both of them. As, as a cloud service at the same time, which which is great. So that's really the connection to Intersight. It's it's the underlying platform we're using to 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 offer the Nexus cloud service. So you, you mentioned a couple of times that um, you know you can manage cloud networks as well. Is that with Cisco product over the top, or is that with kind of the native constructs that are offered up by AWS, Azure, GCP? Dominico, do you want to take that first? Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so. The idea here, well, as you, you said it correctly, Paul, right? So today we've got uh, the, the capability, the possibility of uh, extending ACI, but also NXOS type of fabric to the cloud using the cloud ACI concept, right? The, the, the cloud AB controller virtual machine. Um, effectively, Nexus Cloud uh, will be capable of operating, managing uh, different sites, including public cloud, regardless if you have or if you don't have uh, the cloud AP controller uh, function, right? So the idea indeed is uh, to make it very simple and to make it very flexible also for our users in order to operate potential even clouds which are not uh, driven by uh, the, the Cisco cloud AP controller. Indeed. So so one of the questions I have is, is correlated data, right? I'm, a really big fan of that, you know, coming from the Nexus dashboard side of the house. They did a really great job with that. But, 
you know, do you, do you foresee that, you know, now that it, it appears that Intersight's going to be the platform that now we're going to start to be able to bubble up, um, compute storage, um, you know, maybe, maybe fiber channel connectivity, you know, the real, the real core data center metrics, right. As well as, as well as the network connections, right. So you truly get a, you know, one view of, of why my application slow. And then the second, second piece too, is that, you know, do you kind of start integrating app D, right? Because I'm, I'm sure every one of you has, can tell a story, but all of the customers are struggling. How do I get the visibility back, right? Because everybody is remote. The applications are everywhere, right? This has been such a hiccup the last two years that we really do need a way to to bring that all back together again, that visibility. So, you know, you guys are on the right track. Um, I'm just kind of curious on, are we going to see all this data being bubbled up um, into one platform for, for easier troubleshooting and visibility? Yeah, Mike, that, that's a very good point. In fact, uh, so one of the interesting thing about running Nexus Cloud on top of InterSight is that they basically share the same data lake. So potentially, Correct. right? So we that opened up to a lot of different opportunities for integration. And Nexus Cloud really provides or intends to provide uh, this added value uh, for our customers, specifically, uh, you know, for the networking piece uh, of, of the puzzle, uh, if you like. And while eventually, as you mentioned, InterSight can focus uh, more on the server perspective on the application side. So we can, and, and we are looking definitely at finding uh, synergies across the platform to provide a really a holistic view and a better visibility across applications and how eventually they also traverse and integrate with the, with your different uh, clouds or, or even public clouds. Now, I didn't mean, say that, um, you know, because you were launching a, or you were asking a question about Nexus dashboard comparison, Indeed, as you may know, Nexus Dashboard already has this type of integration. We do integrate with vCenter, with AppD, right? And, and and definitely, as we said, Nexus Cloud will not be second at that, right? So we'll, we're going to go uh, towards the, the same direction. Yeah, that's yeah, that's great. And so, yeah, clearly it's it's much easier to integrate data lakes uh, if, you, if you sit in a cloud. But as I said earlier, I right, think about Nexus Dashboard and Nexus Cloud as, as two sides of the same coin, right? One is product, the other service. And so the integrations we fully intend uh, to center on the network operator and make all the relevant information available to that person, right? Whether this is VM endpoints from vCenter, whether this is Kube nodes running maybe in a Kubernetes environment, whether this is apps running on a on a VM or in a, in a, in a container, uh, whether this is thousand nice data around reachability across the WAN, uh, clearly all, all of that, you know, if you're the network operator, you want that, right? You want to have the ability to say, hey, <laughs> do I have link? Do I don't have link? Is the link good or is the link not good, right? And you want, you want that, uh, that uh, correlation of data. And so, yeah, the way we build Nexus Dashboard and obviously Nexus Cloud is to be able to overlay these data points onto a common network network model network graph that a customer can yeah and that's that, and thomas that's really important to i think be in your messaging that you know if you do go down the nexus cloud path you're not just you know stuck down down that way you know all that other stuff is going to is going to be happening as well you're going to have 
access to that, right? As you know, as you start integrating it to dashboard, it'll it'll come over into cloud. And I think that's yep. important that cost, that customers realize that that you're not just going down a path that you know it won't be upgraded, right? And that, and that's one thing that I do like about it is the is that it gets upgraded on the fly, right? Um, so you don't have to sit there and upgrade your your, uh, <laughs> your your Nexus dashboard, right? Because you want to have a something new in it, right? It just gets done overnight. Right? Yeah, you, you you touch on right the the main difference between a, a service that we offer as Cisco with Nexus Cloud versus a product that the customer runs with Nexus dashboard, right? Uh, and so clearly on the Nexus Cloud site, it's upon us as Cisco to run the service, upgrade the service, uh, instead of the customer having to figure out when to upgrade uh, the service. So, or actually upgrade the product uh, to get the latest. So yeah, I, I do think it's actually for some of our customers today maybe have not looked at Nexus dashboard because that might have been too expensive for them or too complicated for them to, to run that, that infrastructure. Nexus Cloud really is a real benefit because all of that we, we do take care of and they should just use it as a service. Um, to your point, Mike. What um, what are some of the cost differences between the platforms, uh, dashboard and cloud? And then is, is the licensing the same, or is it is it portable among them? Uh, let me let me let me touch this because I, I guess I had a leading comment <laughs> and triggered <laughs> that question. Uh, so the decision we made instead of instead of having customers go through a just to, to, to a, a mental model saying, hey, which switch do I want to manage with Nexus dashboard, which is which Nexus switch do I want to manage through Nexus cloud service, we, we basically decided to say it's the same license, the same switch license. As a customer, uh, you can use either Nexus dashboard or Nexus cloud. Uh, you don't have to think through, hey, do I start with Nexus cloud or maybe go to Nexus dashboard or the other way around. I'm Nexus dashboard. At some point, I'm going to move some of my switches to cloud managed. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's going to be the same switch license. Uh, it works either way. And because it's the same license, the same price. So in, in a sense, if you think this through, uh, you will actually get a TCO benefit using the cloud service because you don't have to run the appliance. You don't have to manage the appliance, the Nexus dashboard appliance, what, what Mike just alluded to. Uh, so it's personally saying that's a great deal. Uh, maximum flexibility uh, at uh, at, a, at a really good price. So one thing I was really interested in, and you had mentioned it early on, was sustainability, right? And as we're as we're you know designing these new solutions, what are some of the key areas? So so how would, is this going to be enabled by Nexus Cloud? Like, what are some of the benefits? And, and maybe can you dive into that a little bit? Uh, I, I will I will touch a little bit, and Dominico, you should you should chime in too. Uh, quite frankly, sustainability, we probably just, just plan a, a separate <laughs> champion's call on that. There's a lot of ideas we have in the space. And, and you know, clearly, if you look at some of the headlines uh, around energy and cost and data center cost, uh, it, it, I think, A, it's top of mind for every large uh, customer I talk to. And I think it's becoming even more important uh, looking around the world, some of the, the issues we have around energy uh availability and supply. But but back to here, what, what do we do with Nexus Cloud, right? The first step where we always think, if you can't if you can't measure, you can't control, right? You're basically in the dark. And so what we decided to do with Nexus Cloud is actually taking advantage of our ability to get actual power consumption of the device, not not estimated, not data sheet, actual power consumption, um, and make that available 
in Nexus Cloud. So the sustainability start is make it visible. <laughs> Show how much you use in reality, what is the cost depending on where your switches are, and then translate this into whatever metric uh, the corporation might be using around sustainability, whether this is CO footprint, whether this is energy footprint, whether this is uh, cost per, per power. We can, we can make this visible and basically baseline it. Uh, so that's where we start. There's a lot of other ideas that we have, but that's where we start. But, but Dominica, you have you've clearly seen some of the things that, that's in the in Nexus Cloud today uh, in, in, in the early version. So um, I don't know whether you have some more comments there. <laughs> You're absolutely right, Thomas. In fact, uh, uh, I believe up to now, every switch we release, right, we, we try uh, all the time to optimize, uh, right, the, the consumption of, uh, you know, the switch itself and the port and these and that. Right, so there is a, a practical, of course, efforts which are releasing on on hardware that we are providing to you guys, uh, right? But uh, we realize probably that we are not providing the right visibility, right? So although practically speaking, we are working on on a device to optimize, uh, you know, the device itself from power consumption, we don't make it, uh, you know, a, as uh, visible for you to understand uh, across different data center. Uh, how much you're consuming and uh, if you can optimize certain things, right? So that's exactly the, the aim of, uh, of the sustainability piece in Nexus Cloud, where we want to empower you to understand better what you are consuming, where, when, potentially to find patterns, right? And, and therefore, you can uh, uh, optimize better also the, the, your data center and, and improve your sustainability. So one of the things that, that comes up a lot when, you know, when I pitch, you know, dashboard and, and now, you know, Nexus Cloud is that I, I do get pushback from customers saying, well, you know, we have OEM XYZ in here and, you know, can I monitor that, right? And I think the last time we talked, you know, you, you kind of understood that as well. But, um, you know, what's your thoughts of being able to, you know, at least get some basic telemetry from from other OEMs, and then you know have a, have a data lake, a shareable data lake inside of Nexus Cloud to do that, right? Because you know nobody is a single OEM at this point anymore, right? So the the more we can pull in from other OEMs, whether it's a firewall, whether it's another switch fabric, um, the, the more data we can provide the customer, the more visibility we can provide the customer, right? The, at this point, you know, I as a, as a VAR, I have to look out for the customer and provide that visibility no matter what, right? Whatever platform they're crossing. So I, I think it would behoove you to, you know, include more customers, more other OEMs to customers, because I think it would really help out frankly, because everybody's looking for the visibility, right? It doesn't matter what. So that's just my thought as a customer and engineer. Very good point. Uh, let, let me take a stab at it. I mean, uh, clearly the answer is yes. Um, a, we're where where We do truly believe uh, as a customer, most of our customers will have uh, different, different products in their environment and they want to have a common view. Right, they don't want vendor-specific views. Uh, and so if, if you look the way we build Nexus Dashboard, and obviously Nexus Cloud is the service version of it, uh, 
it is in mind with being able to uh, import data and export data to standard interfaces. Um, if, if you look at if you look at what we can do in terms of uh, integrating data uh, from from service nodes, firewalls, what we can do from uh, VMs, so hypervisors attached. Uh, and also what we can do with other networking devices, whether these are other Cisco devices or uh, non-Cisco devices. The, the, the model is there to import, right? Obviously there's different timelines, how we, how we enable, what we enable, at what point, but the model is absolutely built and we have, we have shown this on dashboard and we're gonna do the same on cloud. As I said, it's, it's just a service version uh, to import data. Then the other question we always get, that's the second piece, hey, this is great, can I get data in? Uh, then the other question we always get, can I get data, get data out? Data out, right? correct. Because I might, yeah. I might, I might already have an installation somewhere else where I aggregate not just network data, but maybe maybe syslogs, other data. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah. NetFlow, um, you know, stuff to Splunk, everything. Yeah. Yeah. And so we we have done this today. We have a very good implementation of Splunk interface uh, for dashboard, and we're clearly going to do the same for for Nexus Cloud. Uh, the the way the way we thought about it is obviously there's there's different ways how you can get data out, but whether this is a data dump, whether this is a, a bus, a Kafka bus, you can subscribe to events and just get the updates you want to listen to. Uh, the plan is clearly, and that's what's available on dashboard and will be the same on, on cloud going forward, that you can get data out of out of that uh, data lake mm -hmm. into into other uh, destinations where you might need a, the information. Perfect. Perfect. Sounds like you guys are... <laughs> Running through all the office question. Yeah. <laughs> so I got one. So so what do you uh, where do you think uh, GA is for this? Especially since I'm especially since I'm doing uh, the EFT. I don't know how much longer I got to do this for. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was turning around. We're gonna we're gonna stop the 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 the, the initial what do we call it private beta as as soon mm -hmm. you have no more issues uh mike <laughs> now uh i i think what what we're looking at and what we what we announced when we launched uh nexus cloud or when we announced nexus cloud at cisco life is uh we're planning to go to general availability uh at the at somewhere end of october somewhere november in that time frame uh and it really it really comes down to we, we we're running now since since you mentioned it uh, a, a beta a beta program uh, with with partners and, and customers and in, in, you know getting the initial mm -hmm. uh, soak and then we go from there uh, we're actually pretty excited at this point uh, based based on the status we have yep so with Nexus cloud one of the things and again I always <clears throat> go back to automation because that's you know especially for me as I'm as I'm growing as an engineer and learning it's becoming key what is like so what is nexus cloud going to mean for a lot of devops engineers and developers people who you know, you know love to automate this stuff I and mean, what kind of flexibility is that going to provide them dominica you're mr automation <laughs> take this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely actually so the i think the one of the first thing that we are definitely uh, designing around Nexus Cloud, or we have been designing around Nexus Cloud, has been the API. I tell you a little anecdotes going back in the in the time, right? But I I think it's now eight or nine years ago. Uh, at that time, we were actually uh, developing ACI, right? So the the, the AP controller and, and Nexus 9K ACI based software, and uh, uh, we're basically doing all the tests and all the kind of uh, uh, configuration based on API. 
And at some point, someone was asking, okay, where, where's the graphical user interface? And we looked at each other like, uh, ooh, we forgot something. So uh, we, <laughs> just to tell that in, indeed, there's uh, already in Cisco, obviously, um, of, of course, the, the understanding that uh, developers are really the, 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 the center of gravity uh, from uh, our customer standpoint, right? And, and developers, they wanna have, they wanna operate with API, right? So we, any product that we are driving, uh, and of course, Nexus Cloud is not an exception there. Uh, we want to have uh, API-based capabilities, uh, of course, that expose all and uh, and more potentially uh, features of, of that product. Um, and the FGA, in fact, we plan already to release API, and we're going to plan also to release uh, support both for Terraform and Ansible when it comes to Nexus Cloud. Yeah, very, very, very important call out there. Uh, we, we, we have a very strong implementation to do with the, with the product version, Nexus Dashboard, both was Ansible and, uh, quite frankly, Ansible were heavily used by, by networking team and then uh, Terraform heavily used by, by cloud teams, as you guys probably all know. And so we're supporting both of those uh, actively from Cisco for uh, network automation today uh, with, with Dashboard and obviously the same, same plan as a service, the same integration. Uh, for for both of these tools, um, and then obviously there's all the, the all the other APIs that we have uh, directly either on the controllers uh, or or SDKs that we have available uh, for customers that that are even more uh, elaborate and dev dev centric <laughs> uh, and want to build their own tools on top. But to to, to Dominica's point, actually, when we when we started this work um, around controllers for Nexus. We actually started with an API first mindset, and then we 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 had to add in more UI and more CLI. <laughs> you know, funny enough, uh, but we really started off as an API first mindset, and we still have that because uh, we do we do believe, and I think it's just playing out that uh, you do automation. Automation has to happen around APIs, right? You, you can't you can't automate uh, finger clicks on a on a keyboard and on a UI. It just doesn't work that way. Because at that point, we're not automating. We're still doing it manually. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Thomas, Dominico, um, are there any questions that we didn't get around to asking you? Any last comments or points you'd like to make before we close out here? Well, I have a little comment myself, if I may. I'm not not sure if you guys wanted to say something. But I... um, at least, I'm not sure if any of you was at, at Cisco Live uh, and attended the keynote uh, from from Chuck Robbins, but mm-hmm. we hosted also the there was the CEO Jim Farley from from Ford, and uh, he was not on stage actually; he was connected remotely. But uh, one of the things that impressed me the most uh, when he was talking about the the change with electrical vehicle, what he was saying is that um, the biggest change was not in the electrical vehicle. But in the fact that uh, those ones would have been uh, changed with the on-the-fly on uh, updates, right? So that was the, the biggest change uh, for Ford moving forward. And uh, eventually Nexus Cloud, I, I think, is probably uh, you know on a similar track from from a Cisco standpoint at least, right? So what it impresses me uh, when you know these days I'm, I'm testing the code and I'm working with an engineering 
is that again, I, I wake up in the morning, I connect to Nexus Cloud, and, and there's something new happening there. Yep. So there's there's got a new feature, there's a bug fix, there there's something we you know that I I may not have expected, uh, right? And and that's uh, I, I think that the big thing of, of Nexus Cloud compared to any other product that that we have uh, so far. So I'm, I'm very excited about it, and I I hope uh, you know uh, I think. Mike, you said you're already testing there, <laughs> so maybe I've been experiencing a similar. Yes, think things things all of a sudden uh, are new and and work the way it's yeah. supposed to. The, the one question actually we, that we really didn't go over, right? Because um, we keep talking about ACI. Um, the, the, one of the big things for me is the is the fact that now we have a way to monitor smaller you know, NXOS, VPC, three-tier networks, right? And that's a that's a really big thing because, you know, we can do it in dashboard um, now, but I, but I think this is a, a much lower cost to entry for smaller customers, right? I mean, not every customer's got 500 switches in the data center, right? We have a, we do a lot of SLED, we do a lot of, uh, you know, K through 12, things like that, that, you know, they just have a, you know, half a dozen switches or something like that. So I think, this will provide them a, a much lower barrier to entry um, to be able to monitor their network. And I, that that's kind of exciting for me because, you know, the net NXOS guys, you know, they're kind of been left behind, right, with ACI and DCNM, right, um, from a visibility standpoint. So this is really good for me and my customers. Hey, I, I do have to respond to that one. And thanks, Mike, for bringing this up, by the way. I was about to say I can't end it better than Dominico about the excitement there's some new stuff. It's like a surprise every morning, but I do want to I do want to I do want to make a comment on what you just said, right? Because uh, we, we get worse comments when there's one 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 extreme is hey you're only talking about Nexus dashboard Nexus cloud ACI is that still relevant? And I'm like of course ACI is an architecture ACI is how you how you uh, how you abstract a Nexus fabric around application semantics and Nexus dashboard and cloud are the tools that help you. To operate and manage right so these are clearly orthogonal things but i think what you're highlighting is hey you had a lot of these cool things around automation they, they were much simpler with aci fabrics and a little bit harder with nexus based fabrics whether you run just a switch and the customer uses their own tools or if you use dcnm slash nexus dashboard fabric controller which is the new name uh to manage your nexus fabric right and so with, with Nexus Cloud, we make it simpler to your point for customers to have either a few Nexus devices and no control at all, or even uh, let's very small fabrics with a, with a Nexus uh, dashboard fabric controller or DCNM. We make it much simpler for them. It, it, quite frankly, we put them on equal footing in terms of operational capability, what customers have as ACI. Both of these are going forward, right? It's just, it, I, I think the way to your point I think we had really good solutions, and we still have good solutions. Uh, we're very proud of what we do for the customers with 500 switches. I think what Nexus Cloud opens up is the same capabilities for customers with two switches, four switches, six switches. Correct. Uh, and that's, I think, where the excitement is similar. And I share this, what you just said. I share that. So thanks for calling that out. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap. All right. <clears throat> um, if you want to continue your journey and learn more, uh, feel free to check out the links we provided in the description below. And of course, your weekly reminder, please subscribe to Cisco Champion Radio on your favorite streaming platform and receive alerts on our latest releases. Uh, so wherever you're listening to us, click on that subscribe or follow button now. Thank you for listening in.
See you again next week. 